0: Welcome to the Spooky Chris Podcast. I am Chris Ringler, your host with the toast. Uh, this is episode 21, if you can believe that. Um, I can't, but I mean, you know, I believe much. Um, yeah, like I started this a million years ago kind of with the thought of kind of just filling some time. Um, I found myself unemployed and, and Wanted another way to kind of be creative, and out came this lovely podcast, um, which are done in little tiny bites uh, for e- easily consumable bites. Oh gosh, I'm dropping stuff. So I figured I'd talk. I haven't done one of these in a minute, and just the last couple of days I've had a whole thunderstorm of of ideas. But I wanted to talk briefly about. Uh, my new project, which is a new book. Um, it is called um, In Roots of Ash. And it's something I had written um, this year, last year. It's it's a collection of short stories ending in a novelette. Um, and I wrote the novelette um, this year, last year, um, kind of between the two. It might have been this year, because I wrote it pretty quickly. Um, it's essentially it's a collection of stories I have. A mythos of some I colloquially you know casually call them witches but they're they're creatures that live in the, these woods in a small town um, that I kind of have written a lot about called Munsonville and uh they are they're again they're called witches but they're six trees that grant wishes um, for a cost and the book is about kind of them and um, they're uh uh, opposition, which is uh, someone called The Woodsman. Um, and it's funny because I've been writing about these guys, um, gals, tr- trees. I've been writing about this for a while. Um, it's one of the things that I'd you know, i started just kind of, I have a bunch of these weird kind of pseudo-mythos kind of c- cycles that I've started. Um, and I've started tying, tying them all together inch by inch. Like this one ties in, this book ties into another one. The last book, Roadkill, ties into this mythos a little bit. Um, the next book, which I'd started, it's a sequel to Roadkill. That one ties into everything just by the nature of it, set in the same town, same region. Um, and I mean, I, I get you know I get that kind of interest from you know Stephen King, from Lovecraft, from um, oh. Uh, Faulkner just this kind of appreciation of, of of place like how you know it's just it's to me it's just it, it's kind of fun it's fun like easter egg stuff for me I don't you know I know there's really not any drove of fans sitting out there like oh my god this is amazing but it's neat for me I really like it um it means it's something to me and that's, that's all it that kind of matters to me um so it's fun. Um but yeah, like I've been writing about these these the sisters 6 um for a while, for years and years. Um I've been writing, writing about them long enough that a friend of mine and I've mentioned this in the past, like adapted one of the stories to a short film that he made, which was just, it's crazy to I mean, I'm in the movie and I'm I was on the set of, you know, someone making something that you wrote, um, you know, and reinterpreting it, you know, his his interpretation of it as a movie. It's very strange. It's very neat and very very strange, though. Um, but, yeah, so this is, I, I, you know, I, I kind of wanted to, I've been writing about these these characters for a long time and I kind of felt like it was time to put them to bed, as it were. I mean, I'm sure they'll still be mentioned in things and this and that, but I wanted to tie up that loose end and kind of like, so what happens? And I had in mind this, this kind of opposition, the woodsman, for a while. He's been lurking about, so, if, you know, a handful of years ago, I started kind of writing stories about him and about his quest and what he's doing. Um, and they're different because they're, you know, most of the focus of the book is on them. And, you know, it, it kind of gets more and more about him later on. And then the novelette has much more about him. Um, but I like it. I, I mean, it's still too new um, to, you know, to know how I feel. I'm just I'm aggravated right now because I've been trying to lay the damn thing out second curse word um yeah i've I've cursed twice on this thing now amazing because i curse like crazy in real life so consider yourselves lucky or unlucky if you prefer curse words um but uh yeah i've been just having the worst time laying this sucker out um i'll do it and then it keeps getting jacked up and like I have to do it again and move this, move that. And it's it's still, I think I'm on the last one. but I've had to just reconfigure the cover, reconfigure the interior. And like I've spent 25 hours like on just the layout, which I get it. Like that's all, you know, people spend 25 hours on a poem. I get it. But this is just crazy because I'm using a template. I'm using the Great the Space templates. So I should be able to just drag and drop. And it's just not working that way. And it's driving me up the wall um so it's driving me batty and i just want to kind of get it done and taken care of and move on like I, i'm not looking to release it because again i love writing i'm always going to write and and you know it, it all culminates in something and i don't want to put like a thousand stories online um and i'm always going to have the the dim-witted hope that someone's going to want to buy all this stuff so i put books out but i i also don't have any illusions that like there's this great demand for my work or that there's this great um, fan base. Um, I just, you know, like I say, I like doing this. I like the creative side. It's, I mean, I love writing, but putting the books together actually kind of ties into my other, like, I, I, get, I like this time it's driving me crazy, I would have done more weird stuff with the book if I wasn't just kind of over it. But I like doing the layout. I like kind of designing the interior of the book. I would love to do it more in depth, but I just, I kind of am working with the skill set I have. Um, and the tools I have, and I love doing. I do my own covers. Um, my my one of my kids' books. A friend um, did the art for the whole book, so she did the cover, and it's amazing. And something like I kind of tried my hand at it, and I just I can do the things that I need to do. I just can't what that book deserved. Um, a little sue the monster. Like I, I I can't. I don't have that skill. Um, and for my zombie book, I took the photo. And a guy I used to know went over the whole thing and you know with um, damn I can't there's where with uh, I can't think of the darn company but prismacolors prismacolors and like colored it all in and gave it this 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 surreal kind of quality that's just amazing um, but otherwise I shoot or draw my own covers um, it's just again like I like I like the photography I like to draw I like to do stuff. And it's another, it's an extension of me, it's an extension of the storytelling. So I, I shot the covers last weekend, a couple weekends ago. No, I think a couple weekends ago. But I shot the cover. No, I think it was, no, I don't know, whatever. My memory is like a sieve. Um But, yeah, so I shot the covers, and I'd had it in my mind for a while, um, I, I what I wanted. I wanted an image of burning trees. Um, and so I looked up some Creative Commons pictures, and it's like, that's great, but it's someone else's art. And it would have been neat, and I could have made it work, blah, blah, blah. But it's again, it's someone else's art, and I don't like that. Um, like, I'd rather do it myself. And maybe it's ego. I don't know. Um, this is about as ego-y as I, you know, generally tend to get. It's about the writing and stuff, because it's mine. It, and that's kind of the whole point, it, the whole deal. is, it's, I want it to be mine, like, completely and fully, Um so, yeah, so I shot the cover, and it was funny because, again, like, I'd gotten some, some plastic little trees and, and, you know, spray painted them, like, some stuff and, like, made a little set, and uh and I didn't know how it would go, and I lit the trees, and they went up like, I mean, holy holy cow, holy cow, uh, they went up super fast, so I took as many pictures as I could and and then doused it all and then took some pictures that are going to be on the back cover. And I fooled with it in, you know, a photo program. And I'm happy, like, again, it'd be it'd be a world of difference if I had a publisher and, like, had all these people designing it and this, and even if I had a voice in it. Like, of course, everything I, would, I, I have done and would do would be vastly different um, because, you know, it, it's working with zero budget to working with a budget or working with, you know, a team to working by yourself. And I'm not as exacting. Like, I want the feel. I don't need the perfection because I don't, I don't believe in perfection. So I just, I need the feel of it and I need it to capture what I'm trying to do. And that's all, that's all I need. Um, And again, like I know how to do that with my stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm anxious for it to be done. um, And then I can be excited about it. It's cool. um, It's cool to have all of these stories together and to have this big, you know, larger story. And I, I like the novelette. I like kind of where it goes and who, like the two characters that are kind of like, The human aspect of it, I really like. Um, I don't know if I have any skill at writing. I don't know if I have any, you know, I can do it. But I don't know that I have any skill. I just, I I do like telling stories. And I think this is an interesting story. Um, You know, it's funny because after after writing, like, is when you start to kind of pick everything apart. And I sure as heck do. I pick everything apart. Um, Oh, I could have done this. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I could have done this. And I should have, oh, and you think of stuff. And I did that with my Meep Sheep books. um, So it was a war book, the last one, and I wanted it to be a a war. Like, I thought it was funny. I saw um, Return of the King and, like, you know, was like, wow, this is, I want a war. And, again, like, it's not that scale. Um, I mean, it could be in your mind. But I also think, like, it's great to be inspired, but it's great to trust your voice and to trust your vision and how you see it. And if it's not big enough, if it's not, you know, doesn't fit the bill for someone else, then that's, that sucks. You know, that's a shame. But if you're going to tell the stories other people want you to tell, then you're writing fan fiction at that point. And it's like, it's never, that wind is always going to change. That's why it's a bummer when you see, um, with movies, you know, studios kind of bowing to the the whims of the fan base and not just telling the story that they want to tell or they have someone that they want to have tell it. Because those those are always going to change. Like, you know, the, when the thing came out, it was a critical bomb. Didn't make any money. It was a huge bomb. Now it's considered a modern classic. And this is the 1981 I think, um, thing, the John Carpenter thing. And you, you in 20 years, like, people could look back at it and say, oh, it's hateful towards dogs. I don't know, whatever. Like, they could find something and decide that it's it's a trash. Um, Lovecraft Kind of worked in in general anonymity, kind of came to relevance, and now he's kind of being dug up and reexamined because of you know his personal views, and, and you definitely see them in his writing and uh, the closed kind of world he lived in, and he's kind of being put on trial for things that he can't answer to. And again, it's like you just kind of got to go with who what you what you want to write. If like you know somebody wants to. Dig into my writing and dig into me and decide I'm a piece of poop, so be it. Um, that's on them. Um, I write the stories I write. I try to write stories that it, it, they've definitely changed. I definitely think things through more. It's interesting. Um, as I've come more kind of aware, um, you know, when, when I was a kid, my world was much cl- more closed off. And now, you know, the older I've gotten, the more the world has opened to me and the more people I've gotten to know. And now when you start to kind of you change how you see the world and they're just like, why, you know, how did I think that way? Why did I act that way? And I want to write things that I can look back on and feel good about, um, you know, even the nastiest characters. Um, and, and, you know, it, it, it's like you start trying to think around every corner like, well, will this be perceived as this and that and this? And, and again, I'm just, I'm going to go with my gut and go with it. And like, I'm going to know if I'm writing something that freaks me out or upset to me or disturbs me, and not in a good way, then obviously I'm on the wrong path and I am wasn't listening well to myself. And that's just kind of, you know, I'd rather operate that way um, instead of kind of worrying about the people of the future. I'm not going to write to what a fan base, you know, what a perceived fan base, what a market wants, because that'll change. And that, that's always weird about looking for um, agents or publishers is those markets change so fast like you know oh well we're looking for this kind of a thing we're looking for this feel um and uh, it changes so quickly i mean p- people like I, m- I remember when i was writing the, the zombie book um, cemetery earth i was working on that and this is the early thousands and i kind of looked around and i'm like i'm never gonna i'm not gonna finish this in time to want to publish it. So I shelved it essentially for a long time because I figured zombies are done. Like, I don't want, you don't want to be the last person on a trend unless you have such a uh, strong voice and a strong story that's going to like basically turn the heads of everyone that's kind of over it. Um, you know, you just want to avoid it. And that's why I, I you know, I wanted to avoid the zombie thing because I was like, I can't, I can't make it during the trend. And I don't want to be the last guy out. and kind of look like a sucker. And it's funny because the trend lasted so long that I was able to put the darn thing out, and it's still kind of going. Um, you know, we, I think we're we're kind of over zombies to a degree, but you know, there's still an interest and fascination with them. It's it's interesting. So I don't know. Like I'm I'm i happy to have Ritzvash almost done. Um, I'm thinking I'll put it out in October which this is 2019, it's October 2019. (laughs) I haven't haven't sold but a couple copies of um, Roadkill, which is, it stings, because I think it's a really strong book. I really like that book. Um, You know, who knows, maybe someone will kind of track it down one day. Um, I mean, that's kind of the hope. That's why I always do shows, um, is you got to balance the, the cost versus the gain. But, you know... You can't just put your stuff online and hope that someone's gonna find it. You have to be out there in some capacity, um, and I just I like kind of interacting with people, which is funny to say because I used to hate it. Um, I don't know what changed in me, um, but yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, the new book will be put to bed soon. And like I say, I'm I'm work on the sequel to Roadkill Road Killers, um, which I had started that thing. You know, years and years and years ago, I had the name Roadkillers, and I knew kind of who it followed and kind of the idea. And it's, uh, I I sketched out some ideas yesterday, and I think I know what it is now. Um, I kind of had a vague idea, but I have a much better feel for it now, and so I'm I'm, I'm very excited to write that. Um, and again, like writing a sequel to a book that isn't selling, is fascinating because it's just kind of like, what are you doing? And again, I didn't think I'd ever write novels, and we'll see if it becomes a novel. Who knows? I mean, I'm not gonna. I can't imagine, like, if you're going go in other things, like Stephen King, like, oh, I got 600 pages in this. I don't know, I don't know how many pages are going to be in this thing, so mm-hmm. who knows? But I'm excited to write it though um, and see where it goes. But thanks for listening. Um, if you want to read any of my stuff, uh, all of my books are available on Amazon.com, or you can look me up at your bookstore, Chris Ringler, and have them order stuff. I'm sure um, you can find my blogs and some of my stories on my blog, SpookyChris.com. And again, thanks for listening. I will be back sooner than later.